0: This week on Deep Night... And you've touched ectoplasm? Yes. <laughs> What's that feel like?
1: Uh, it's kind of... Um, soft and tissue-like. Ew.
0: <laughs> I think it's the word that we're all thinking, isn't it? deep,
2: Night, deep, all
3: right
0: All friends, hello, it's me, Dale Seaver, and I'm so pleased to be your host, your guide, your spring equinox, not those creepy ads from the gym equinox, and your your companion through this, the hour of regrets and revelations, that which we call the Deep Night. We come to you as we always do from the foul banks of the Gowanus. This morning I awoke and watched as hundreds of seagulls pecked at a breakfast from the back of a trash truck. So things are going pretty well for me. Today on the show, we have a live one. <laughs> it's a live episode that we recorded just last night at the Slipper Room in New York City. It was a terrific time. My thanks to everyone who came out. It's a very uh, a long show, and we cover a great many topics and uh, so fascinating stuff that we get into. And I'm going to get right to it because it's a big one. So uh, let's go there now, ever further into the deep night. This is uh, featuring uh, myself... Uh, Shannon Taggart, Alex English, Maggie Sirota, Hadia Robinson with music from Cornelius Loy. Please enjoy this live deep night. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, hello. (laughs) Hello, friends. Hello. And welcome to deep night. I'm Dale Seaver. And uh, thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad you've chosen us as your entertainment option for the evening and navigated the paper signs and found a place. This is fantastic and a lot of energy you're bringing tonight. Thank you. Oh, I feel it. Purple sparks over there. My God. I I felt it as soon as I walked out. I said, my gosh, I got to get to know that person. That's wonderful. Thank you. We're going to tap all of that energy. Two Ps, tap. We're going to tap. That's how we spell it. Now, thanks to the president, we're going to tap in all of the energies and all of the colors, and we're going to get there. We've got such a great show for you tonight, and as the alcohol starts to warm you and make you feel more comfortable with me as your host, and as some of you, yes, even start to fall in love a little bit... (laughs) Well, as you're doing all of those things, uh, I want to address uh, something at the top of, of the show here as all that stuff is happening for you. So many young people write to this show. So many people listen to it. They write to me. And it's wonderful they send such beautiful letters and faxes to me. It's just piles of curled thermal paper, you know, that I have to wade through as I get to my office every morning, just piled up like so many dreams of fame and recognition. And they always ask the questions to me, these young people. They say, well, two questions, really. One, where can I find a form-fitting turtleneck? The teens... The teens today are wild for turtlenecks, it's true. But the other question that I always get, which is, what is it like in the deep night? Johnny, could we adjust the lights a little bit at this moment? When we talk about the deep night, you have to understand that the deep night is fluid, right? It exists beyond time and space. You won't find it on any map. Ask Siri, where's the deep night? She won't answer maybe give a smart alecky answer like she sometimes does but no this deep, the deep night oh it's very special and it's very beautiful and very rare and one can only enter the deep night when one's chakras are aligned when one is vibrating in a perfect harmony of 16 right and when one has an experienced guide A host, if you will, with soft, soft hands of someone who has barely worked a day in his life. (laughs) Roguishly handsome, described as touched by his wife, Galinda. That's what I am. I was an indigo child. Remember those? I was part of a gifted program. It was called Probe, which was unfortunate now that I look back on it. The point is, the deep night, of course, once you enter it, Oh, it can mean a lot of things to a different people. What does it look like? Well, it can take many forms, indeed. And once you enter it, once you enter into the deep night, we all have our own, what's called a lighthouse, a kind of base station, once you arrive, and then take the journey. Now, in order to get there, I remember my first time. I did all the things that I talked about before getting to a level 16, lining my chakras, etc., having it seasoned. Host, And I remember very clearly that I had taken a number of sips from an artisanal tea that was made from fermented bamboo shoots that had spent time in the belly of a red panda and been digested. And then I was spread out my considerable form on a borrowed yoga mat in a uh, meditation center that is above an artisanal pickle store on the Gowanus Canal. And I lay there, and my wife, Galinda, was blowing incense smoke into my face. It became too much, really, and we had to open a window and turn on the oven fan. People think that the (laughs) oven fan doesn't do anything, but it does. There's reasons why we have it on there. And so that cleared it out, and then I got back into my space again and was comfortable. And uh, I closed my eyes and opened my inner eyes, right? My mind's eyes and my mind's senses. And the first thing that struck me, what was that smell? Was it a hardware store? No. It was my childhood 7 And I looked around and saw this place and thought, that's disappointing. Because was I, was I happy that a failing convenience store was my lighthouse in the astral plane? No. No, I wasn't.
4: (laughs) Have I made the best of it? Yes.
0: Will some of you be disappointed by your own lighthouse in the spiritual realm? Probably. But one must be ready for that. And here we are together. We're going to make the best of it. And what we're going to do is open up that freezer where they hold the ice. And we're going to grab a pouch of Big League Chew and step forward into the deep night and plunge ever further into it. Thank you, John. You can bring the lights back up, because now here we are <laughs> in the deep night. Now, in order to fully experience the deep night, one has to have great music. And we happen to have some great music by the one and only Cornelius Loy, who is back here. Yes. He's just moving his hands. That's the. There it is. That's the theremin that he's playing, ladies and gentlemen. It's good for a shot. And always. Uh, how are you, Cornelius? Good, how are you? Good. Did you have to dig your theremin out of a snowbank? I did, yeah. <laughs> you okay, though? Everything's uh, fine? Yeah, Circuitry okay?
3: If The circuitry is good. I was lending it to a few Eskimos. <laughs> oh, well, they but. come down, don't they? you got to
0: be careful with those. Uh, that's uh, wonderful. <laughs> they love the energy music. Uh, do you ever feel like sometimes uh, you get a good igloo with a the theremin? That's a nice afternoon, isn't it? A uh, what? <laughs> yes, you, you know what I mean. Uh, so now, do you ever feel like when you're moving your hands there that, you, that really what's happening is that there's a spirit taking control of the theremin and that you are really acting as a medium and they're kind of speaking through you?
3: I do. I think that's – I do, actually. I really do believe that. Yeah. yeah,
0: I do too. I had that with a recorder once. A nasty little oh,
2: really? thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't like that.
0: But there are some tubas that I don't mind spending time with that are okay.
2: Oh,
0: yes, there it is. Why do we have any other instruments is the question. <laughs> when you have a theremin, that's wonderful. Can you stick around all night, Cornelius? Um, Maybe. Okay. We'll see how I it goes. So. I think so. <laughs> All right, good. I, I like to be kept on edge. That's wonderful. Cornelius Loy, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> fantastic. Well, are you ready for our first guest, Cornelius? I think I am. Yes, yes, you are. And this is fantastic. This is so exciting. I said we had a big show, and we do. And this is great. Uh, 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 she is a, uh, uh, someone who has spent 16 years researching American spiritualism. And the rituals associated with that, uh, uh, she's uh, also an accomplished photographer. Her f- uh, photos have been seen all over in uh, major publications that some of you have read or maybe just looked at. But if you looked at it, then you saw the photographs and you're ahead. The point is, she's got a new book called Seance, Spiritualist Rituals and the Search for Ectoplasm. Please welcome Shannon Taggart. <laughs> Shannon. There we are. Wonderful. Grab the microphone. Have a seat. We'll sit down in concert together. Wonderful. How are you, Shannon?
1: I'm great. Thanks for having me.
0: Yes. Welcome to the deep night. Boy, I touched the microphone with my mouth. That was shocking. But now I've had a drink. So uh, I want to get into it, Shannon. It's so exciting what you're doing. Your research, your uh, uh, photography is beautiful. Thank you. You, had this all started for you? With a teenage visit to uh, Lilydale, New York.
1: Uh, well, yeah. When I was a teenager, my cousin actually went for a visit, and uh, a medium told her this very bizarre family secret um, that proved to be true. oh! So that's when my interest started.
0: Do you say what the secret is?
1: Um, it was this uh, just bizarre details about my grandfather's death that uh, my father and all of his siblings had kept secret. And um, it ended up being true. My mother didn't even know this story. Oh. Yes.
0: Locked in some kind of cabinet. <laughs> Swallowed by a squid. <laughs> what was it?
1: Um, it was that he actually had aspirated on food in the hospital and not died of brain cancer. Oh. And that he wanted us to know this detail for whatever reason. And this uh, media at an anonymous... Uh, they they have these message services in the woods where... Um, and they've been happening since, like, 1879 at this place called Lilydale. Yes. And um, you just go on a bench. And you don't write your name down. Um, they hold held them, held them several times a day, and you just uh, the mediums just pick you out and give you the message. And for whatever reason, my grandfather came and said, I want you to know this detail.
0: Fascinating. And you, and you heard that, and then you were uh, so intrigued by The place is called Lilydale, which, of course, yes. I love. Now, are all Dales powerful? i'll take your silence to mean yes (laughs) and that's uh, upstate new york yes and what else was happening around lilydale we were talking a little bit earlier and you said amazingly so many religions were were spawned in this one area
1: uh yeah there's a 20 mile radius in upstate new york called the burned over district burned over yes yes and it's it's actually outside of it's near near the city of Rochester, New York, but Mormonism started there, uh, spiritualism, the Shakers. There was a number of um, communal living communities in the eight, late 1800s. I did um, a little
0: bit of that myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's this very unusual um, pocket of religious fervor that sprouted up. Um,
0: It's amazing that so many things were concentrated there. Yes. But specifically the thing that attracted you was this American spiritualism. This is what was happening out there at Inspiration Stump where people come and they sit on the bench and somebody tells you something and it might be about your grandfather. uh, And good news, the brain cancer didn't get them. It was the food. Yes. That's why I don't go to hospitals. So this is what what era are we talking about that American spiritualism takes hold?
1: Um, That was about, well, the, the... First initial outbreak was 1848, and yeah. then it um, became pretty popular within the next 20 years. And uh, there's different estimates, but millions of people were practicing spiritualism by the late uh, later 1800s.
0: And a couple of gals started it. What, they were knocking on the table?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, spiritualism was actually accidentally started as a religion by um, two teenage girls.
0: <laughs> Got to be careful with those two, don't you? Teenage girls always starting things, but uh, what was the? They 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 were wrapping on tables. Um. Let me just back up for a second. The whole idea of American spiritualism, though, is communicating with the dead. Yes. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. Um, the the two girls, Margaret and Kate Fox, they were uh, they lived in a cabin, um, in this area, um, Hydesville, New York. It was called then. It's no longer uh, named that. And um, they were they were said they were in communication with the spirit of a dead peddler who li- who was buried under their home mm-hmm. and um, they were communicating him with the series of knocks yes. and um, they told their parents and then the neighbors would come and they would listen to the knocks and they had this system of um, using the alphabet via the knocks to talk with this dead peddler but the interesting thing is that um, past families who had rented the cabin had also had uh, experiences in the in the same cabin. Really, and after the the cabin was years later dug up, they did find the bones of a body underneath. So it's a very it's a very interesting story.
0: Wow, yes, it is. Many layers to it that I like to explore. But now this American spiritualism takes hold of the country. At that point, yes, and uh, a lot of it is because there's a lot of people dying, isn't it?
1: Yes, there was um, the Civil War, and there was That's a lot a of one. there was a lot of um, infant mortality, and um,
0: were there diseases that people were dying from?
1: Yes, that too, and um, a lot of it. Spiritualism didn't believe in hell or um, purgatory or any anything like that, so there was a lot of freedom in knowing that if your child died before baptism, it wasn't going to purgatory. I mean, that was a lot of the impetus from its popularity for its popularity.
0: And uh, this is a lot of white women holding hands upstate, or did it <laughs> did it move past there? And was it was it also other cultures? Were there African American spiritualists that w- that were getting in on the on the action, um, as it were, <laughs> celebrating their dead or communicating to those who had died with infant mortality?
1: Um, I, you know, I'm not certain, but I do know that um, spiritualism was tied to the the women's rights movement and also the um freeing slavery or freeing the slaves and uh, so there but i i don't know about practicing african americans then but now there are some churches
0: now we've come up to the times that's good i, yes. I i'm excited by that prospect um but you really got into the whole uh, whole thing the whole field because i mean one thing they told you about your grandfather but as a photographer you were attracted to spirit photography
1: uh Yes, but initially, when I first began the project, I had no idea that there was a thing called spirit photography. Uh, Even though I studied, um, I went to RIT, which is a big photo school, and I studied the history of photography pretty thoroughly, but it was the spiritualists who taught me that there was this whole other moment in the history of photography that happened where people were trying to photograph spirits, and um, I was kind of shocked by this hidden history, and it ended up becoming a real inspiration to me and my project.
0: And that's really fueled a lot of your own work going uh, over the last 16 years. Now, Deep Night Denizens will know, uh, of course, old Bill Mumler was responsible for spirit photography. I hear some applause out there in the audience. And and he was the one that really uh, 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 discovered it or stumbled into spirit photography. By what? He kind of accidentally made one. He had, what, a smudge on the plate or something. And then all of a sudden he said, well, that looks like my old... A fella who passed away. I'd like to have some more of that. And then this fake thing really took on. People went wild for fake stuff. By the way, <laughs> I could have told you that, Bill. People love fake stuff. We got a president that's lousy with it. But uh, this really took off for him.
1: Yes. Um William Mumler was a amateur photographer and he was making he made a self portrait <clears throat> and when he developed it it looked like there was it looked to him like the spirit of his deceased cousin. Mm. And so then he started producing these pictures uh, for others. And they were incredibly popular and very expensive. And um, he was brought to trial but acquitted here in New York. Or I don't, I'm not sure if the trial was here or with Boston. Mm. But um, it was a big scandal. And it kind of pitted spiritualists versus Christians. So it was... um
0: Classic battle. Yeah. Yep.
1: <laughs> and, um, but he, he was acquitted. But he still, his reputation. Took winged, a hit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. After that. Yeah. And a lot of other people got in on the business of doing spirit photography.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. Spirit photography has had a lot of rebirths. Uh, it'll fall out of favor and then there'll be another form of it that pops up. And, I mean, even now there's a big movement called the orb photography movement. Sure, Where yes. people are using digital cameras to create orbs and Communicate with orbs.
0: That's like a glowing uh, thing that will appear in your uh, photograph. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? It's Cousin (laughs) Donny.
1: Yeah. Maybe. There's a lot of literature about whether it's just water or dust, but the orb practitioners don't, they focus on more about the interaction with the orb and how, oh, if they can command them into patterns or um, Mm. have them appear in certain places within the frame. So it's not about what they are, it's about how you interact with the orbs sure,
0: yes, <laughs> and then uh, also that uh, something that comes up around this time that we're talking about with American spiritualism is seances, right yes, that's uh, <coughs> communicating with with the dead again, trying to trying to get a hold of that yes, and uh, uh, you got some celebrities that come into there, right? You get old Mary Todd, the original Melania, Can you imagine. <laughs> Those two getting together. Can you imagine Mary <laughs> Todd waking up? Hello! And then Melania and what they just talk about it would be fascinating, wouldn't it? Uh,
1: yeah. But um, in ah. <laughs> actually, in one of Hillary Clinton's biographies, there's a moment where she talks about channeling Eleanor Roosevelt in the White House, too. So. Well,
0: good thing she didn't win. We don't <laughs> want somebody unhinged. <laughs> uh, uh, now uh, and, and Harry Houdini was also involved with this too right uh,
1: he was a big debunker
0: debunker would go in and say why you're just uh, uh, knocking on a table aren't you yes yeah. Yeah, yeah but Mary Todd was all in yes yeah she could really light up a room too couldn't she <laughs> she was great
1: <laughs> yes uh, She. I mean supposedly there was
0: yes um, no she couldn't <laughs> <laughs> have you seen her picture no, there's no way. People were excited to see Mary Todd Lincoln. <laughs> Dead or alive. People were like, nope. i <laughs> passed. But how many seances did you go to?
1: Um, how many have I been to? Yeah, how I many
0: have you been to? 16 years. I figure you got this down.
1: Gosh, I don't know. Hundreds? Hundreds of seances. Maybe.
0: What are the elements that you need to do a seance? You need some low lighting. You need a... Charming, maybe charismatic host. Some music and (laughs) some sacred objects put out on the table. Are we having a seance now? Sure. I think we are. This is spectacular. What's the, what's the most unusual thing, though, that you saw within the seance? Thank you, Cornelius. Thank you, Johnny, for the lighting change. What's the, what's the most unusual thing that you saw?
1: Um, I was in, I mean, a lot of, there's a lot of different types of seances, but uh, yeah. there is a, a lot of mediums that call themselves physical mediums, and they're trying to create a physical effect, mm. uh, you know, something that's really transformative. And so I met a man named Gordon Garforth who told me that he could make his hands, the spirits would help him make his hands enlarge. And when he told me this, I was really doubtful that I would see this. And so I, um, but he welcomed me in with my camera and I sat about six feet away and it was pretty, pretty bright red light actually. And um, it was a room full of people. And he had short sleeves on and he just put up his hand and he moved it across his lap And to my eyes, it just effortlessly just skipped into this gigantic form. And I screamed, which is a really um, impolite thing to do in a seance. And then everybody else started screaming too. And, um, And then I was convinced that I hypnotically rendered this large hand in my mind's eye and that my camera would show me a small hand. But then when I saw the image on the camera, it was a very gigantic hand. Um, but Ooh. when I, and then everybody says, oh, honey, that's a glove. Didn't you see that's like a that's like a morphed hand that he just pulled out? But it really did not look like that at all. It was the most uh, magical thing I've ever seen.
0: And that's, uh, that was ectoplasm or not ectoplasm?
1: Yes, he would say that that was an ectoplasmic manifestation.
0: And you've touched ectoplasm? Yes. <laughs> w- what's that feel like?
1: Uh, it's kind of... Um, Soft and tissue-like. Ew! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think it's the word that we're all thinking
1: is it? Yucky. Yeah. yeah if you uh, well, see the pictures too, they're yeah. Well,
0: you know, all of your work, yeah. looking at the photography, and it's great. It's in the book now: uh, seance, uh, spiritualistic rituals, and the search for ectoplasm. Yes, it's, it's on book,
1: pre-sale now. Yeah. It's
0: on pre-sale now, and if you if support the book on what is it unbound? Yes. Then uh, one of the rewards is you gave me my reward. Now I supported it. It's uh, these uh, bent. Maybe you can open that. Um, But uh, bent spoons and things, right? Bent utensils from the spiritualists. And the look at that. I had to put it there. That's a. I mean, how do you do that except for with your mind? (laughs) You wouldn't. (laughs) Excuse me. You wouldn't just. uh, Thank you, Cornelius. That's always my favorite sound. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. I mean, my gosh. See, this is what NPR needs to start doing, filling in, you know, tote bags with bench spoons. They would have no problem. You'd say Big Bird in a second. That's so great. I love it. Uh, that book's in, pre- in pre-sale. You can support it and get a bench spoon of your own. That would be terrific. And looking through those photographs, which are so amazing, and you've used the spiritualism and the seances as kind of inspiration to try and capture what it feels like to be, to be in there because, of course, you're shooting in low light. Things are moving quickly. Uh, and But you still are able to capture what it's like to be in the room.
1: Uh, yeah, I I really try to play with the process. Um, the historical pictures of spiritualism are some of the wackiest, most absurd, un- uniquely unsettling moments in the history of photography. And I'm trying to, I guess, write, it's my attempt at another chapter on this very bizarre photo history. So, um it's very much inspired by that and playing off of that. And uh, I'm trying to uh, really play with the medium and I use long exposures to or other, other um, photographic artifacts um, to try and create a language for the invisible.
0: Yes, well, it's beautiful work and I'm such a fan. Uh, and it made me think, were there ever spirit uh, photography models because, I mean, I think I could do that. You know, what do I need? A captain's hat and the hollowed eyes of an orphan? I could just appear. And, you know, if that was ever is that a business model I could pursue? Um, I would love to shoot you. Well, let's do it. I was thinking, if I ever worked at CVS, all in, in the development area there, every photo I developed would be a spirit photograph. <laughs> you ever think about working at CVS?
1: Uh, no. <laughs> it would be fun, fun, <laughs> wouldn't it?
0: <laughs> I'd have some fun there. Well, you don't have to because you've got this great book and a great career doing the photography, and uh, people can support the book, and once, when, you have to support it to get it? Is that what's going to happen?
1: Uh, yeah, it's, on, um, it's with a publisher in the U.K. called Unbound, and it's just on uh, pre-sale, and once, once the pre-sale is funded, then it goes into production.
0: Well, I hope people do it and people can. we will post the links and all that kind of stuff. Wonderful. But I'm such a fan. I appreciate you you coming to the deep night. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you. Shannon Taggart, everybody. Wonderful. Thank you. Yes. Oh, my. You can stay closer. You don't have to go all the way down. No, stay close and then you'll just have the longest journey of everyone. Oh, friends. Our next... Uh, guest is a talented comedian. Alex, are you out there? Oh, wonderful. Uh, uh, when I peer into the darkness, I'm not sure. Uh, but he's a t- uh, wonderful comedian, uh, originally in De- from Detroit, now in New York. He's been in a number of great comedy festivals. Let's just bring him up. Alex English is here. <laughs> Alex, my goodness. Welcome. Have a seat. This is terrific. How are you, Alex?
2: I don't know with this behind me. I don't know. <laughs> Hi. Are you feeling it? I'm feeling it. I'm yeah, f- sure. You know what's interesting is while I was listening to um, the first interview, uh, I-, I can't tell my mother that I'm doing this show tonight. Oh, I can't no. be proud of this. Because the minute I'll say, oh yeah, they were talking about seances and spirits and stuff, she's like, don't, don't be going on stuff with all that devil shit, Alex. Don't be doing that. Don't be going or don't be having, don't be associating yourself with all that devil, all oh, that devil. I mean, this is the woman who Def made me. Devil, this is the woman yeah. who made me throw away all my Harry Potter books in fifth grade. So, oh, yeah. that's sad. Yeah, look, all of the that's disappointed sad. Harry Potter fans. Yes. In there. Yeah,
0: <laughs> a lot of young Hermiones
2: and Hagrid fans out there. Yeah. That's uh,
0: that's terribly sad. She's a religious woman isn't and very she?
2: religious black woman from. Detroit, Michigan. Detroit, so, yeah. Michigan. Yeah.
0: Uh, what about you? Do you ever think about what you'd be as a ghost? I think you'd be a good one.
2: Um, I well, I'd only haunt my ex-boyfriends. That's all. <laughs> 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 all th- yeah, okay, yeah. That's, that's the. Uh, I'm a bitter person, so I'm only going to be a bitter ghost. Yeah, yeah just just <laughs> one, just one in particular, or all uh, of them. All three. All yeah. three. I'm <laughs> 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 we'll just go for it. Yeah, I'm going for it. I'm shutting off their power. Yeah. I'm giving a current boyfriends diseases. <laughs> I'm doing all of that. Yeah, doing all of that. <laughs> but the little. Uh, I don't Mac- even know. Can ghosts give people diseases? Is that a possibility? Can, I is that something? Sh- I think no? sure. I'm going to sure. be innovative in that then. Yeah, yeah. I think you're going to a- be the Ben Carson of ghosts. That's <laughs> what <I'm gonna> be. <laughs> I think the Ben Carson
0: of ghosts is just asleep all the time. That's not in the. Well, that's
2: what it? my goal is for life, is to be asleep <laughs> all the time. So, yeah, <laughs> it'll work out nicely for him. He-
0: he's doing pretty well with that.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen his eyes open. Yeah, that's probably because he's high. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you think that's what's it?
2: I don't know. I oh don't know what to make gosh. of him. He doesn't I don't know how to relate or I'm trying to make sense of him, but it's not easy. It's not easy it's with not. that fella. No.
0: no. Uh but thank goodness he's in charge of an important uh, department. Yeah,
2: thank goodness he's <laughs> in charge of black people's housing. Yeah, thank good. Thank goodness a, a black person who I, I, I don't even know what to think of. You know, I was gifted uh, every every young, I'm 28, so every young black boy could attest, I think, to this is that when um, you're a young black boy growing up in the late 80s and the 90s, you were gifted for like Christmas and stuff with gifted hands, his book for Christmas. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I got that book twice. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> So, can I you imagine? No I tossed that shit out way long ago. <laughs> out the window. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan. He's a anymore. real figure. Yeah, it's hard. It was really. Yeah. I mean, I saw Bill Cosby and Ben Carson just fall off the face of the planet for some just reason. Doubt. Who have you
0: put in their slots?
2: Uh, Jay Z, yeah. RuPaul. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a fan. I mean, I don't have that bad. many heroes left. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But uh, you are from Detroit? I am. Uh, and that, of course, is famously haunted, uh, Detroit. <laughs> is it? It is. In fact, it's haunted by the ghost of Harry Houdini. uh really? Who did one of his last shows at the Majestic Theater. Uh, I there. didn't know that. And then he said to lurk about in the uh, hallways there. And, in fact, all of Detroit is haunted by Antoine Cadillac,
2: who has oh, well, founded. Yeah. yeah, of course, the right? Big, one of the big, yeah, well. Yeah. It's not well, he must have been a Trump supporter because that's where he's been lately. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is that what is that what the, does he have a history with the Republican Party? I don't know. I don't know. He
0: founded Detroit, I guess the guy the 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 uh, French explorer that founded hmm. Yeah. I know that the, these these kind of history things are taught in the Detroit school system. So
2: yeah, you're, you're Are you sure about that? <laughs> 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 All of the, there's no more Detroit public school system technically. Uh. No, I I um my, a lot of my family worked in the auto industry, and you know, to see it fall at the wayside in the last decade, you know, there, there, it's for it to come back now is really important. But the way it's coming back, you know, at the at the cost of so many people's jobs and stuff like that. I mean, you know, if I'm going to be, if we're going to talk about ghosts in Detroit, I feel like the ghosts. These are the first ghosts that are driving around in like drop tops and shit like that, like that. Is, <laughs> yeah it's a it's a a challenging environment i've been there
0: yeah uh, and you you have kind of uh abandoned houses and then something will happen that that's kind of like people buying houses for five hundred dollars or something and and making a go of
2: it yeah but it's uh it's it's a challenging uh, place to be yeah i had a friend he was he was like alex you should go back you know he he just he just recently experienced the death in his family so he had like a he's having like a moment and he wants to go back and, yeah. you know, he works in education and, you know, he's like, you should, you should go back. I'm going to I'm going to go back home and run for office in Michigan and you should you should go back. And I'm like, well, I'm a stand up comedian. You're an educated do- on his way to his doctorate. You're going to give way more to Detroit than I ever will. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> I will not be productive. Do you realize I go back to Detroit and just be looking for work, which I won't get because there's no jobs in Detroit. Like, Do you realize that? Yeah. It's more sad than funny. (laughs) (laughs) It's real. I I don't have anything to give Detroit right now except for like you know a couple chuckles and like you know a drunk tirade back from like you know back in the day when I was like (laughs) running around thinking thinking that I was in a closet in Detroit and everybody knew my secret. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, one of the things that I I uh, did in advance of our conversation is I went back and watched some of your videos of you just moving to new york Ugh. little okay. baby alex oh talking God. about his fears and his worries yeah. but now look at you fame has uh, met
2: you and you're on top of the world things are different now uh, That was that was how long ago uh... i got here in two thousand twelve so the yeah. videos that you're mentioning it was the same year i think it was a couple a couple of months in And, you know, what's interesting is that I have changed a lot since those videos. Like, in these videos that he's talking about, I was, like, talking about how much people were referencing my accent, which I was horribly in denial of having. Like, because in Michigan, nobody ever tells you that you have an accent. It's just like, oh, oh, I talk normal. I talk normal. Everybody else talks weird. And I talk normal. And then, you know. You just have this moment where you have enough people in New York tell you, oh, you sound crazy. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, like, I must, it's must, it can't just be, it's, it's not just me, you know what I mean? So, it has to be me. So, um, I I don't know. I, everything, because the thing is, when, when you're in, when you come from a place, like, the, when you come from the Midwest in general, I don't know if anyone else in here is from the Midwest, but... Yeah, like when you come from the Midwest, you're 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 it's like it's really it's racism there. But it's like nice racism, you know, like it's not it's met with you. It's like, well, it's like it's this weird. What can I say? Like Detroit is segregated. So it's one of them things where like I hated white people, but I didn't know why. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like I only I only hated white people because of what I saw on television. But nobody ever really did anything to me. So like I hated a white person for what they did. To somebody in a sitcom, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pure. It was purely based on what I saw on television. Totally unlike, like I love white people. Like I actually really enjoy, you know, well, like fifty <laughs> percent of y'all. You. But like, <laughs> <laughs> that's only because I watch the news too much these days. I'm yeah. just like, ooh, like you know. But Detroit, um, it. It it was a very segregated town. Very, very segregated. I I only went to school with like this guy was my biology teacher. Like that was it. That was my exposure to it, you yeah. know? Well no, not really. Not, You're so comfortable. Actually, my not God, not I don't know actually. this man. <laughs> <laughs> but you do look like my biology teacher. That's really interesting. Are you Jewish by any chance? Okay, well I'm sorry. Your hairline told me different. But uh <laughs> He had the same he has the same hairstyle as my Okay Yeah. Yeah, but, but you know Yeah, not <laughs>
0: Not, not all Jewish people have the no, same no, hairstyle. They, they hairsty- don't. Yeah, yeah, they don't. Well, we'll talk about that. But, uh, <laughs> and, uh, of course, you've, you've achieved some kind of uh, level of, uh, uh, of fame or something. I, I myself. I wouldn't even call it that. I mean. Well, you're doing okay. You're, g- you're getting bad. out there and doing a lot of things. You started out with the open mics, and you yes. get out there, and you're on more shows, night train, etc. Yes. But, uh, you know, one of the things that I always want to be in terms of level of fame is above-ground fame. (laughs) You know what I mean? I realized on the
2: subway the other day, there's people I don't see anymore. (laughs) I am still on the train, trust me. Yeah, you know, we're we're definitely That's how I got here today. Somebody was peeing on the (laughs) seat next to me. Trust me, I'm still there. (laughs) I am still there. You got a few years left. Wouldn't that be something? I don't think I'm ever going to not take the train, though. I don't think that's ever going to be a thing for me. You think that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm cheap. I'm a cheap person. Nah, Do you wait, know? So, uh, so my cheapness, I realize my cheapness oversees my humanitarianism because <laughs> I was in a crown chicken. That's how you know I'm not famous yet. I was in a crown chicken. I was in a crown chicken and somebody dropped their Metro card. And, you know, usually I'm, you know, really nice, and I'm like, you know, hey, but they had left too soon for me to really be proactive, and it's really cold outside, so I wasn't going to chase you down yeah. to give you your MetroCard, and they had already left, so I was like, I got a new metro card, whatever. I didn't assume, I assumed <laughs> that it wasn't going to be anything on it, because it's never, it's never that perfect, right? We don't live in a perfect world like that, but... No. But then I checked to see, you know, the next day to see if there was anything on the Metro car. And there's like a whole month left on the Metro car. You know? Wow. Like, and so, like, I'm really, really happy about that Metro car. Pretty good. That's a good day. That's a good day. They're judging me like you should have gave that Metro car to someone oh, No, back. no, no. They're, they're all in support of you taking advantage of what the, the universe. Because they would have done the same You, you would have done the same you. thing. You would have kept it right. Yeah, you know, it's just a blessing from, from, you know, from the ghost of, Somebody, maybe Listen, my ex boyfriend. One hand, time,
0: the ATM instead of giving me three twenties, gave yeah. me three one hundred dollar bills. Do you think I gave it back at all? Not at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> I had a nice I dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I want a podcast, <laughs> but it's w- it was wonderful, and you just have to take these things. Sometimes the universe provides. For That's us. right. That's what we have to look out for, whether your
2: mother believes it or not. But see now, now I feel like. Now I feel like because I did that, I need to be very careful when it comes to my karma. Like I, the next time I have sex, it definitely needs to be protected. Like Yeah. Like I can't I can't take someone's card and think I'm all good with life. You know what I mean? That's not how spirits work. That's not how the world works. Like I feel like, yeah, the that's the ghost incisible. the ghost of syphilis past will come up on me real quick <laughs> if I don't protect it. Some somebody in here has syphilis. That's why yeah. they're not laughing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Who has it? Yeah, no, yeah. That's, that's great. Uh, now, do you ever look at a photograph, we were talking about this with Shannon, do you ever look at a photograph and you don't understand what's going on in it, maybe on Tinder or Grinder or whatever's going on for you?
2: Um, mostly, that happens all, every Grinder photo is <laughs> like that, every Grinder, <laughs> what are you doing, why, are, why, why is your penis right, why is your penis looking like a fucking balloon animal, like why, why did you think that was a good thing to show me first off, why, it's never, yeah, I never understand, what, what's an interesting photo I've seen? Um, I, should, I, should, I should swipe I through. I think
0: penis's balloon and photo see. for me is pretty. Uh, I mean, balloon animal. Balloon uh, animal dick? Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty. That would be up there. I wouldn't have to. I don't require anything else. Well, from how you. big? <laughs> well, yeah, then the conversation
2: has to be how big does your. I
0: don't care. If you're able to form something other than your own your person own penis. Uh, <laughs> using your person, that's pretty spectacular to me.
2: I had this one guy. (laughs) I'm floored. This one guy had a photo of himself. I do remember this. I don't have it, but this this guy. I don't need to see it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. (laughs) He he was naked in a car. Yeah. And I was just like, well, number one, who took this photo of you? Because it was hands-free. So I had to ask that question. So I asked him, and he blocked me. So (laughs) he didn't want to fess up to it. I'm like, well, that's the important question to ask, you know. Who took that photo of you? But I guess I was blowing this cover. Uh, and uh, dating going okay for you? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> if you can tell by this awesome <laughs> conversation I'm having. <laughs> um, Blocked. Dating, dating, I, I block my, I get, in a, I get in my own way. I'm willing to admit that.
0: You get in your own way. So you prevent yourself from a successful relationship.
2: Well, I I get I get I pick the I pick the wrong people to be attached to. Like I when I first moved here, the first guy I had a really serious dating relationship situation with. He was like a club promoter. So he threw parties, really popular parties in the city. And I was always having a good time. But the catch is I was having a good time, but still had to pay to get in. So, you know, right. Like, what am I doing? Like, where is my self value? You know what I mean? You know, you 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 know when you when you have sex with a club promoter, you should expect to at least get a free drink and I didn't even get that. Wow. So.
0: <laughs> but
2: do you find yeah. that that's your own assertiveness that you
0: need to just ask for the plus no, one? No, I was just
2: desperate. I yeah. I just wanted someone to hold me. I don't know. <laughs> is someone going to hold me out there tonight? I don't know. <laughs> We're all holding you with our spirits I, I'm, tonight, trying. Alex. I'm trying. I'm yeah. trying to get into I don't know what it is about New York like as far as me and dating and it's, I I I'm ready to go back in the closet. I think that's what it is. I it's, it's yeah. a new idea that I'm trying because like okay. all of my best relationships were while I was in the closet, okay. and I've come up with this theory is because all of those relationships when I was in the closet, another person that hates themselves, like I was in a cl- I was in a closeted relationship with them, and it was going great because our relationship was built off the strength of us both saying things like. Shh. You know, we were hiding things. You know. Yeah. Gay men in the closet would make very good librarians. They would. <laughs> Just constantly being quiet. Yeah. You know. Tiptoeing around Tip-toeing, our secrets. Tiptoeing. You know, it was great. I think I need to go back. You yeah. know, it was good. It, I had a good run out, out. I had a good run being out. But I think it's time to be back in, you know, in ashamed. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I hope that's <laughs> not true, but uh, you
0: know, whenever <laughs> someone says in the closet, do you have a specific closet in mind? Uh, Is it the a slatted- broom closet? It's a, broom just a broom closet. closet. <laughs> yeah. it's, it got a janitorial. It has, it, has vibe. That, it has these clothes and then
2: a dustpan. That's, <laughs> that's it. That. One of those mop things with the Not mop? even just just the mop that you see where I, when I see. Now here's now here's the thing. That's yeah. the difference. Because yeah. in my house we didn't have one of those. You just no. swept up the carpet with a broom. That you <laughs> <laughs> regular <laughs> one, and it was just mad It had it had stuff all in it. It just uh-huh. wasn't good. It wasn't a wasn't a good mop.
0: It wasn't yeah. a good mop for you. I'm sorry to hear that. That's how,
2: you, that's how I would describe my dating life. Not a good mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really
0: hope something happens for you. Mm, I, I you know. You know whether you choose to do this uh, path of
2: shame or if you choose openness and that someone will embrace you. I think I'm just looking forward to life as a single gay father. I just want to adopt a person. Well that might be the way to go. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I want I just want to have a kid and just cuz I was raised in a single parent home. So, so I feel like not? that's the way I was given the the toolkit of like this is what parenthood looks like. So now I'm going to get a chance to be drunk and curse out my child. That's all right. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> well, if
0: that brings him in. I love that's my mom though. That do. was great. No, that's <laughs> good. Well, uh, Alex, we, we have to keep going. Yes. But uh, do do you have some stand up sets that are coming up that people can catch you
2: at? You, you can. You enjoy doing the stand up? Oh, I love. That's the best thing about my okay, life right now. Okay. Yeah. Good. I want there to be happiness. Yeah. Because I've, I've been miserable this whole I'm time. Worried. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried. No, stand up is awesome. Gosh. It's is my it okay? it's my favorite thing to do. Stand-up is awesome, and you Good. can see um, I, I perform regularly at Stand-up New York Good, on the that's Upper Side. Good, a outside. great place. Um, and you, I'm all over the city, so just, you know, just my check website, alexenglishcomedy.com, and you can catch me there. Wonderful. <laughs> Alex English, <laughs> Thank everybody. you, thank you.
0: Thank you for being here. Absolutely. Oh, how are you doing, Cornelius? Good. I was uh, worried about you. Uh, So uh, my next guest, I'm very excited that she's here. Uh, She's a wonderful writer and a great uh, comedic wit. You've maybe seen her writing in Esquire, Rolling Stone. She's the managing editor of Death and Taxes. Please welcome Maggie Sirota to the stage. Maggie, how are you? There we go.
3: I wore an appropriate shirt tonight. Yes, you did. Oh, <laughs> it's a ghost. A little grumpy ghost. It's a little
0: grumpy ghost, and I think that's fitting for what Alex was talking about. A little grumpy ghost. Yeah, a little frowny guy. It? That's wonderful. How are you doing, Maggie? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so glad that you're here. Uh, it's terrific. I want to get right into it because you write a lot about music.
3: Not really, no.
0: And uh, a <laughs> lot of people in music die, don't they?
3: They do, yeah. Sorry, yeah.
0: Cornelius, but it's true. Yeah. And uh, is there anybody in the music world that you would want to have a séance with that has gone on?
3: Um, no, I would just want to have like a séance with my grandparents and ask them if they're still ar- th- if they're watching like Wheel of Fortune up there. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> right. Yeah, That's yeah. a big
0: deal for grandparents.
3: <laughs> yeah, huge. I would also, you know, what I would talk to Lemmy because Lemmy Kilmeister, because he got really overshadowed by Bowie's death.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah, some people <laughs> out here agree with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Going back to the Wheel of Fortune thing, though. Sure. Uh, th- you feel like they were watching in the era where you could bid on the Dalmatian and the I think uh, bedroom th- set that kind oh,
3: of. Oh yeah, I just, I mean, my main memory of them watching Wheel of Fortune is them just arguing whether like they thought certain contestants were Italian or Jewish. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <Very specific. laughs> like, like Like, grandparents of a certain era where they're not really, you know, up to date on what's okay and not okay. So, like, they don't think anything of just, like, arguing about someone's ethnicity, like, right, right in you front know? of you. <laughs> <him>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alex did that with this guy over yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah but uh uh well so so that would be that would be wonderful though lemmy uh, updating you you do have him come yeah lemmy would be good talk He'll to
3: be, him yep. yeah he'd be good like i don't know musicians aren't that a lot of musicians aren't that interesting when you talk to them some of them are great but like some of them are just like like if you don't compliment their work the right way they get upset about it or like mm. yeah <laughs> they get or just like they think that what they're doing is more interesting than it actually is, and a lot of times the more th- interesting things to talk about with them with have nothing to do with music. Yeah, so yeah.
0: They have some specific interest off to the side. Yeah, 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 that would be more f- uh, fruitful conversation. <laughs> <laughs> For yeah. instance, you, you had something th- going on with Ouija boards.:
3: Oh, we, we were about. talking about Ouija boards backstage, yeah, when yeah. I was a kid c- because um, it was like, I guess like the late '80s about and I did, do you guys remember like Ouija boards kind of having a moment? Like, different. in the late 80s, where I it's, like... We, we all, I was terrified of them. Yeah, myself. yeah. And, like, so you could just... And they were just... I remember there were commercials, like, the Parker Brothers. Were there commercials? Yeah, there were definitely... It was terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Like, I need validation from Alex. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you need to... <the> v- <laughs> otherwise, I can't trust my own memory, if you don't. <laughs> 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 no, so I just remember, and it was, like, my mom was, like, hardcore Catholic to a degree that I w- don't think was quite healthy. So she was kind of um, always kind of putting the idea in my head if i was like playing around with the ouija board and i was like messing around with the devil yeah and i don't know if it made i don't remember if it made this since the movie version of the exorcist but like in the novel it's a ouija board is the kind of portal to reagan reagan getting mm. um possessed mm-hmm. Cat, you know then mm-hmm. the, the head spinning and you know yeah
0: that's the way it happens
3: so that apparently so i don't know we were talking about like you know how you just like pass along these like urban legends as a kid where they have no basis in anything like like my favorite always being like a cop has to tell you he's a cop. <laughs> like, you know What what? Like, you know, the idea the myth an undercover cop has to tell you if you say, Are you a cop? It's like, Oh, this thing is over. Like <laughs> Oh, you blow his cover. Yeah, which is not true. But like one of the urban legends <laughs> among like my idiot friends was like, All right, so you play with the Ouija board. Yeah. And then to keep the the demons, you know, all the demons from possessing you, you then put it in the freezer. <laughs> so then it won't you know that uh, some i guess the cold like you know like <laughs>
0: shuts it down
3: yeah like
0: <laughs> can't get through the cold
3: yeah they can they can like cross through the portal of you know like the portal <laughs> from you know the uh, uh, the underworld to the you know the corporeal world yep. but you know like 30 degrees freezer no. would stop it <laughs> <laughs> so um, i like that idea <laughs> you put it next to your popsicles all right you're done <laughs> your soul <laughs> <You're> is safe, <laughs> safe. <laughs> you're, you're safe I'm um yeah, but then there was just like, and then one of my friends was telling me a story about how how at a um how at a summer party they opened the freezer and they saw the Ouija board floating, like, and I'm like, <laughs> really? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In I don't the think freezer? I don't think that actually happened, but no, you know, they she told you that it yeah. did, and so that was enough. Yeah, did that was you get enough. out of there? Well, I lost a lot of sleep over that one. Yeah, I
0: would have gotten, I would have left.
3: But I, I just gotta feel like when you grow up Catholic, you're just kind of like susceptible to a certain kind of psychological terror. Like, if you see the movie Omen, the Omen, you know, at a certain point, or, like, um, yeah. what really messed me up was even, like, not even the original Omen, but, like, got to the point in the series where it's, like, here's the made-for-television sequel, Omen 4. Like, that was enough to really, like... <laughs> but you, ha- you, you kept with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting point to me. Yeah, yeah. You
0: were like, well, Omen Four's on.
3: Well, that, and then the Time movie... to tune in. The, I don't know if you guys remember the <laughs> Tawny Catane vehicle Witchboard. Which would come on the UHF channel. It's called Witchboard? Witchboard, yeah. And she was great, by the way. She was, she was great in Witchboard, I'll tell you that. Yeah,
0: yeah, she <laughs> was great. I'm <laughs> sorry that she got dragged into the whole OJ thing. Did she? Did she? Did she? <laughs> I <laughs> don't remember. Can we get a fact Why do we check? even know who she is? Um, we not kno- for that. She, da- she
3: danced on a car.
0: <laughs> yeah, but wasn't she also involved with OJ or something? i'm having a false memory maybe. and anyway, yeah I, she uh, was <laughs> terrific in this this movie. is your
3: mandela effect <laughs> <that> you <laughs> <laughs> i know
0: i yeah. remember the berenstein bears and i remember <laughs> tawny katane being in a relationship with oj simpson in my reality
3: <laughs> i mean she might have been she was with david coverdale from white snake yeah um listen white snake i'm up on right okay great great perfect <laughs> okay, so anyhow, she's in witching, witching town, ta- witch witch, witch, town? Board. witch it's board, probably on YouTube. It's like very, it's a very <laughs> like kind of USA up all night kind of movie. Yeah, if that's a yep.
0: yeah, yep, I was up all night frequently. <laughs> yes.
3: I think you definitely see boobs at one point. She gets possessed by a Portuguese like demon. Um, yeah, someone gets tossed out of. W- oh, you know who else is in it? Is Catherine or Karen Wilvoit, Um aka the act, the great character actress, and you might remember her from. Um, roadhouse as being you're a dawson <laughs> sure <laughs> but, she, but she plays a medium yeah and um like a medium with like orange hair yeah Just well, like it's on your <laughs>
0: list isn't it shannon yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> you love all, every medium you watch yeah. well that and it's what 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 happened and then tawny she showed her boobs the movie then the, uh, the i think
3: so, i mean boobs are revealed at some point yes um, blood, blood splatters on a, a naked mannequin um a guy uh. gets tossed out a window but a this fake was scary at, yeah. for you. This was seeing it was scary. No, that was uh, that was t- that was just kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having fun now. I don't like even know like why. They're just like they're just like two like blandly like like the the Ouija board is introduced into their lives when oh, a law I student see. brings a brings a Ouija board to the party, but he acts like he's the cool guy because he brought a Ouija board yeah to a party. It's like you're grown ups, <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? Let's let's set it off. Yeah, I got a Ouija. Yeah. Who's in? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know the feeling. I've been that guy yeah. at the party, but uh, now one. Of th-
3: I did want to talk about one of the things that we uh,
0: share a great affinity for. Sure. In addition to Tawny Katane, who well. was terrific in right. everything she well did. I th- with think O-J. I think that
3: affinity for Tawny is like universal. I can't even say limit absolutely. that to just us. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. People love Tawny Katane. Mm-hmm. That is a kind of baseline truth that we can operate from. Yeah. <coughs> but uh, uh, one death of the things taxes
3: that Tawny Kitaen. <laughs> Those are the the bedrock. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Now, uh, one of the things that I love and you love, I think, is uh, the mascot for the Philadelphia Phillies, the Philly Fanatic.
3: I mean, I love that mascot because he should definitely be in jail.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> are I people familiar the with the Philly <laughs> fanatic when we're talking about this. Yeah. Okay, so he's green. He wears yeah. a jersey, no pants. He's got a long snout. Sometimes things come out of it, like a yeah. party. He favor. gets paid
3: to sexually harass people. It's <laughs> yeah, it's great. <free.
0: laughs> he often rides an ATV. Around. Yes, yes. Yeah. And
3: what I think the most like contra- not not controversial, but just kind of like unsettling is when he comes out in the atv and he's got the hot dog gun so on dollar dog night at at uh at citizens bank park (laughs) and it's called dollar dog night because on that night you can buy a hot dog for a dollar and what happens is the fanatic comes out and he's like this big i mean how would you what what would you say he looks like for people that don't know aren't familiar Mm, what does he look like yeah (laughs)
0: Like he he's looks kind like of a, a pear shape
3: like he looks like a shag yeah he's like a, a shag carpet, like <laughs> yeah, bright was, green was merged with like one of your uncle's acid <laughs> I think
0: an Irish nightmare
3: <laughs> yeah, an Irish nightmare, like an Irish nightmare he's got a big snout, sometimes a straw comes out of the mouth That's and hits you in mean. the face, yep, yeah, he can assault you in so many different yeah. ways like so um <laughs> no pants no pants <laughs> he
0: has no pants.
3: No man. So he used to like do this thing where he would dance and then he'd bring a girl up to dance with him and then he would try to do this thing where yeah. he'd try to fake her out and lift up her shirt. Here's one of the things that, that he like
0: one of his moves he does this with his with his belly. Oh yeah, yeah. He does a lot of hip motion. Yeah. I'm not doing it accurately. There's one
3: time he would just like
0: like this. He does a lot of this and the whole belly moves.
3: Yeah, and then sometimes he would just like lay down. One <coughs> time there was like one time where he was laying on the dugout and the that, the were doing particularly well that day and he was like doing that on the dugout. I'm Hilarious. asking my mom like is he humping the dugout? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. He's a confusing character.
3: So um yeah, so he comes out in a giant hot dog cannon and like and it's And he just, yeah, exactly. And he just shoots hot dogs into the crowd. Yeah.
0: That's a great day. Yeah. (laughs) Here's what I want to tell you about the Philly Fanatic. Yeah. I uh, once learned such a valuable lesson about showmanship and theater from the Philly Fanatic. Yeah. I watched the Philly Fanatic come out of a flea market men's room.
4: Wow. Okay? Wow. You know
0: what I'm talking about. the greater philadelphia area yes he comes out of uh, a cinder block you know they have the hallway thing and he comes out of the thing and he's coming out of the men's room shaking his paws i guess <laughs> for a, be- a better uh, <laughs> i don't know what to call them uh, but he's shaking his green furry paws now you and i both know that the philly fanatic did not wash his costume yeah in no. the bathroom i heard it. he's reads. a real person <laughs> in a thing and he probably washed his own hands but the little fella in front of him, there's a boy in front of him come out and he was shaking his hand. Mm-hmm. And the Philly fanatic, doing it too. He was committed
3: to the bit. Yeah, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? I hear that guy is like in character all the time. All the time! It, well, it's kind of... That's c- phenomenal! It was disappointing. He was doing a bit! Well, like when I was starting to go to games up here, like when the Phillies were in town, and yeah. i like, what is Mr. Med? He just kind of like...
0: I don't care for him. Yeah.
3: Well, here's the thing. Like, That's it, a
0: baseball stuck on a body.
3: So it's not like the crowd interaction isn't that festive, but the weirdest... But one night it really was, and it was the night that they apprehended like Sokov Zarnov, the the Boston bomber. So like they cut the they cut the Mets game and they're like, ladies and gentlemen, we're here to announce that the Boston PD has apprehended the second Boston bomber. And then it's just like a, this USA chant breaks out. Yeah. Then all of a sudden I remember women coming out. I don't know if it and shooting T-shirt cannons into the crowd. Perfect. <laughs> like to yep. celebrate this guy getting arrested. And I don't yeah. know if it was just like. And then, like, a Harlem Shake video came on. like, Oh, no. And I don't know if it's just, like, this happened to collide <laughs> with Seventh Inning Stretch or just, like, hey, like how can we celebrate? <laughs> now our nation can heal. heal. Here's the Harlem Shake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're a troubled nation, yeah. aren't we? we got some aren't issues. Yeah, <laughs> We have one of the most troubling and, in fact, haunting uh, mm-hmm. photographs I've seen recently is that one of uh, Trump on a stump. That young Donny uh, oh, Donnie yeah, Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sitting out there. It's like an apocalyptic giving tree. Yeah. You know, it's just uh, Donnie Jr. is sitting on the trump looking uh, on the stump looking out into the wilderness. Yeah, is he it definitely he looks like, like
3: a dollar bin country album.
0: Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. 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 Like you'd flick through it. mm well, nope, what, keep what going.
3: What happened is my coworker then collected all the like like all the pictures of that guy looking like he's sitting in a high chair but has an adult, you know, that like, <laughs> with that like, hey, I have my, my hanger and my shirt posture, and he collected them. And then so Donnie Junior pulled my coworker's tweet and threw it onto Instagram, and then then just made like a whole, I'm not mad, I'm actually laughing, caption.
0: <laughs> no, he's. Oh, I'm mad. so
3: laughing. I'm so not mad. Yeah, he's <laughs> mad.
0: He's seething. He's uh, seething on that stump. Yeah. Inspiration stump was a big part of Lilydale <laughs> in the spiritualism <laughs> community. You almost think they might get something going with that stump, <laughs> but in a negative direction. <laughs> uh, so uh, with death and taxes happening, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, acor- and you were part of the Low Times uh, yes. podcast yes, was. with uh, Sharpling and Ralston mm-hmm. uh, going on there, which is a terrific podcast. You miss podcasting?
3: I was really bad at it. Like I would lose interviews, and like then I would hand in an interview, and then Daniel would yell at me because the microphone was too far from my face. it's difficult work yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) i I think i like but i love writing i like writing better than actually hearing my voice because the felt like kind of like what you were saying with the detroit accent like i didn't realize i had a philly accent until like i started to hear my voice played back and you know yeah tape because it's like i think everyone in their mind they think they sound like a midwestern newscaster (laughs) 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 like they're just like (laughs) like i'm completely region free and you know (laughs)
0: And you hear what's going on. But yeah, you, you grew up on the Jersey side. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. but I lived in Philly proper. Yeah, but, it, but every time, like, I watch like Jake Tapper on CNN, like when he says certain words, I'm like, oh, I know, oh, I know, South Philly. Like, is he from there? Yeah, I uh. mean, so like, I kn- like sometimes every day at, at, during the four o'clock show, and he's just like, and the national news, I'm like, the national lead, I'm like.
0: <laughs> the only word for me i'm from outside of philadelphia yeah the only word for me that really i think gets me although mm-hmm. i've been told some others in the mm-hmm. way i say language uh-huh. but uh, the other one is tal
3: okay yeah t-a-l yeah i'm good with water like yeah, i, always I, I like say like water wa- i don't
0: say water. yeah water. i don't say monday i don't say eagles
3: anything with a long o i think yeah. i think my fatal flaw is anything with a long o it's yeah. like if i say no nah, like I'm really conscious of how I sound right now, but, like, yeah. in general, anything with a long O, especially if it ends in the O, like, I'm adding, like, six extra vowels. Yeah. You, you, know, you know.
0: Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's a beautiful It's like, how did an A and a beautiful. U get into the word no, Maggie? <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, and I wish that we could go to Dorney Park together. <laughs> Wild Water Kingdom. That's what I mean. You know, when I <laughs> lost a digital watch in the wave pool there.
3: Is that how dangerous is that compared to, say, an action park? Like, what's the kind of casualty? Oh, I count? think Action Park is worse. Well, Action Park, I think, is definitely the gold standard for. Yeah, like that's the most deaths. Yes. Yeah.
0: But in terms of, like, losing in electronics, Dorney Park would be right up there. Well,
3: Dorney Park just kind of sounds like like you go there with your dad on, like, on your dad's weekend because their parents are divorced, <laughs> and then, like, your dad then dad drops you off afterwards and your mom is angry because how did you scrape your knee yeah and then <laughs> exactly <laughs> and dad gets a phone call because he's on like you know like some alpine slide thing and <laughs> we had a
0: we had a specific childhood yeah yeah yep. <laughs> it's <a> definitely got a specific kind of, <specific laughs> kind of
3: dirtbag philly childhood like
0: <laughs> <laughs> i love it but are there trends and things we should be watching out for with death and taxes you cover so many great things across um, the I country um i mean we
3: you know, I think with a lot of news, with a lot of websites, like, we used to be kind of broad pop culture or web culture, but, like, Trump over the last, like, two years just absorbed everything. Yeah. So it's just, like, I kind—I mean, I kind of hate it, but and all I do is, like, think about, like, politics all day, and then I go home and I watch cable news all night. Yeah. It's, Yeah. Yeah. My life is awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got to find some other things to to check into.
3: I should. Yeah. 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 Maybe
0: some spirit photography.
3: <laughs> I got my aura photographed a while ago. Yeah.
0: Did you go to Magic Jewelry?
3: No, it was um it was a bar in um Greenpoint and they just happened yeah.
0: Close enough. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I went in there and a woman just walked in. I had my photograph taken to Magic Jewelry and they do the aura aura thing and they tell you all about it. But a woman just walked in and sat down, and there's two giant crystals. She put her hands down on there, sat in a rattan chair, and put her hands on crystals. I thought, that's New York. You wouldn't see that in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> no I th- no way that would happen in Philly.
3: Yeah, I think the thing I would see in Philly is, like, you know you know, Raver Jesus, right? Do you remember Raver Jesus from sure. back in the day? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So now there's a new guy in Philly just called Philly Jesus, and he's a dude that's dressed like Jesus. And he walks just, like, the robes and the hair and the beard. And... What else? And there was also a dude in South Philly who would, like, he was in a wheelchair and he would swing his prosthetic leg around. And then, but he also had, like, a karaoke machine in his wheelchair. So he would just kind of sing as he's swinging his fake leg around. Hmm. Yeah. So he was kind of neat.
0: Entertainment is hard. Yeah.
3: I kind of feel like Philly is like really surpasses New York in the crazy people department. Absolutely. <laughs> like I feel like we never Philly never gets its due in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: and the stakes are lower. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a little sadder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, I'd love to go to Philadelphia with you sometime and, sure. ha- and hang out. That would <laughs> be terrific. Uh, uh, people can catch you uh, uh, "Death in Taxes." Yes. You're always on there writing and terrific on Twitter, Maggie Sirota. Everybody.
3: Thank you. Thank That's you.
0: Wonderful. Thank you. Yes. All right, as we continue our journey through the deep night, let's bring up our final guest for the evening. Uh, uh, She's been on the nightly show. Uh, She's been on the Two Dope Queens. Uh, She's a terrific stand-up. She's been everywhere, all the great festivals. Please welcome Hadia Robinson. Hadia. Oh, my goodness, how are you? Nice to see you. Welcome. Hello, make some space.
4: There we are.
0: Yep.
4: All right. <laughs> I feel it, Al- Alex. Settle I feel what you were talking about.
0: Settle in. How are you, Hadia? I'm great. Good. You are the host of a podcast called Black Ass
4: Podcast. Black Ass Podcast. The- I enjoy how much white people enjoy saying it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, and the s's a dollar sign, so I never know how to pronounce that.
4: Oh yeah, you've seen enough rap albums, you know what that dollar sign means. <laughs> Come I on, have.
0: <laughs> I have. Well, we were talking about uh, mus- music and death uh-huh. and that kind of thing, and uh, recently on the podcast that you host, you were mm-hmm. talking about Biggie, uh, yes. who celebrated an anniversary of his death recently. Right. Yep. Um, that that uh, didn't hit you that hard, though, did it?
4: Um. You know, I'm not, you know, I know this is New York, so yeah. But I'm just not of the greatest of all time. I mean, you know, it was one album. I'm. That's my, you know, I'm just, I'm of the family of, it was one album. It was great. It was one album.
0: Right. Yes. I mean, I'm with you. He wasn't a huge influence on me. I was more of a- Are you
4: sure? Come yeah. on. I see the gold Maybe chain popping. Come on. A little
0: <laughs> But uh, no, I was more of a boys to men, of course, from oh, Philadelphia. Nice. And a new Edition. Yes. Okay. Uh, because I don't know if you've seen the- uh, What is it? Can't Stand the Rain? One of those- uh, Yeah. One of those, uh, yeah. Can I think I, might, I think
4: I might have seen something like that. Yeah. Yes. Uh,
0: that that uh, video, All Turtlenecks- they're oh, all wearing turtle. Oh, that was that's what stood out coats, for you. Big leather okay, coats. Yes. And I thought, yes, how do I be more like that?
4: <laughs> you like those are my people right there. Yeah, the turtleneck team. I really yeah.
0: gravitated towards Do you have a fashion era that you really are drawn to?
4: Um yeah, whatever is clean. I'm not a <laughs> I'm not a fashion. I don't know anything about fashion at all. No. So me
0: like many Canadians are really locked into nineteen ninety six.
4: Ninety Ooh.
0: Yeah, you go to Canada, you're like, 96? Mm. Everywhere.
4: Yeah. See, you'll I don't see,
0: you'll all go to Canada, and you'll remember what I said, and you'll think about it.
4: Yeah, because 96, I think, I'm Midwest, too. I'm actually from um, Michigan as well. Yeah, Flint, so Michigan. Flint, Michigan, yeah. yeah. So, no, it's not a list. <laughs> You know. Doesn't get a Yeah, woo? We all need a prayer. We uh, all, yes. Everybody needs to be praying for Flint, seriously. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know inner city you know urban area black people fashion was probably like a lot different than canada 96
0: you know you're probably right yeah just okay just yeah
4: to, <laughs> just want to point that out you know fashion had does different things i think for different groups of people. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's about as much as I know about fashion.
0: <laughs> and scene. That's oh, well all that's I got. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. Um, and uh, with, with do, you, do you I don't know if you heard the discussion earlier, we're talking about seances and that kind of a thing. Yeah, I'm peace and on go- that
4: too. I don't.
0: You don't get into that? Oh, no. No.
4: No, I'm black. Black people don't do that. Come on. I mean, not to be like that, but for real, black people, we don't.
0: You don't do that at all. No,
4: we don't. You Let me in? tell you, once yep. somebody mentioned the devil, I'm like, all right, so I'm going to leave y'all here. Like <laughs> I, don't, I took a film class in college, and we had to watch The Exorcist. And I went to my professor. I was like, yeah, I'm going to have to take the fail on this one. And I left. I'm not watching The Exorcist. You never watched it. I'm not inviting the devil into my spirit. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> I mm-hmm. admire that. No. I love it. Well, uh, uh, no, that's, that's true. You recently celebrated a birthday, though. Yay! Right? Yes. Happy belated birthday, Thank sure. <laughs> uh, Pisces. Pisces. And the water is your element. Come on. The ruling house of the planet Neptune, oh. I imagine.
4: Oh, I imagine, too. I don't know yeah. anything past Pisces and yes. creative and sensitive. That's as much that's as my are. Tinder profile says. That's it. <laughs> that's all I got.
0: Yet you're out there single.
4: You're looking for stuff?
1: No. No. I'm, I'm
4: not looking anymore. I'm of the mind it's going to come to me. I f- especially, okay. I feel like, for women. Once you're out there and you're actively looking, you look like you're looking. No dude wants you when you look. This is, mm. you know, your eyes is wide. You're frothing at the mouth. Your titties is up too high. You're doing... <laughs> You're doing too much. And they looking like, mm, she look like she want a baby. I'm good. And then you scare them off. <laughs>
0: it's true. But but is that something that you're interested in, children? No,
1: I'm
4: good. No. um, At this point, I feel like the baby has, like, I have to get the baby. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not going to birth it. I Yeah, you can just hand me one. You'd I would fi- enjoy you find
0: one out in the wild. Yeah. And, and bring it in. I've
4: actually had that thought yeah like no no no. like i wouldn't want somebody to like put their baby outside but i'm like if i happen to find a baby like m- like alex found that metro car i would yep. totally keep it <laughs> i would i would totally keep it i would just go to the store get a blanket and a pack of diapers or you know or That's keep right. it real organic and just take a t-shirt and just wrap the baby up and just be like and if the baby is brown it's my baby i'm done I have no explanation. Ex- explaining, no explanation, nothing. I'm good.
0: <laughs> and but you are close with your mother. Oh yeah,
4: I love her. Yes, she's very
0: involved in your life. Yes,
4: she's the best. Yeah, she's absolutely the
0: best. She gets a little too involved, maybe.
4: Um. Well. Um. Yeah. You know, she's just. You know, like most mothers. Why didn't you call me? Cause I'm living life, lady. Leave me alone. Yes. I love you. Get off my phone. Um. <laughs> But she's just kind of like very health conscious, so she's always calling me with something she read, and then two weeks later she finds something that goes against what she already told me to do. So she's yep. like, remember what I talked to? Don't do that. Like, I can't listen to her. So I'm just of the mind, yes, ma'am, uh-huh, yes, ma'am. I was thinking that. All right, I'm going to do that. Okay, click, and then I eat whatever I was going to eat.
0: <laughs> well, uh, Speaking of eating, uh, one of the things that I heard you talk about uh, was how you enjoy being an aunt. Uh, yes. uh, and that uh, you like taking the kids out to McDonald's.
1: <laughs> I
4: Well, I... Um, that's a treat. Well, when I was coming up, McDonald's was a treat. After that video with the pink foam, I don't know <laughs> what McDonald's is.
0: <laughs> no, I know we all we all got upset by the pink slime. Yeah, That I'm was upsetting for all of us. Yeah. But you, you and I may be similar ages, but there was a time when McDonald's <laughs> You're significantly younger than I am. Yes, come on. Give me
4: my moment. Wait a minute. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. There was a time when I
0: was in high school and you were still in elementary school. Yes. There was a time when uh, McDonald's was really the thing. Oh, it was was the bomb. A treat. And I had a, no. Years prior. In elementary school, I had a guidance counselor, Miss Woodson, nice. and she was lovely. <laughs> and if you won an award of, like, Child of the Month or whatever it was, you got to go to McDonald's. That was a real with thing. With Miss Woodson.
4: We are the same age. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> I'm leaving. Uh, no, that's real. That's a real that's thing. That's real. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. And uh, you ever go to a date uh, to McDonald's?
4: I'm not good night, everybody. What (laughs) McDonald's? (laughs) You about to bring the ghetto girl out. I'm like, what? (laughs) No, I'm not going to McDonald's. No, you wouldn't
0: even in high school or something like that. No,
4: back in high school, that was a cute little that was a cute. That was no, McDonald's was cute like after the basketball game. If it was a real date, it was red lobster because you know, I'm fancy
0: red lobster. Oh, yeah, red lobster.
4: Come on, yes, those biscuits are cheddar. Oh, yeah. They are a gift. <laughs> mm.
0: I want to be, I want to just be clear for the record that I did not consider my uh, afternoons with Miss Woodson a date. Oh, uh, to, uh, to, <laughs> she uh-huh. was a very attractive What woman, happened? You can tell I, us. It's not your fault. <laughs> I, I was. <laughs> I, oh, it's magic. You talk about a happy meal. See what I'm saying? Yeah. It's all coming out yeah, now. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was good. <laughs> I would have been okay. She was married, but I would have been okay. Uh, if we ended up together if it yeah that's something nice about a guidance counselor they listen to you you know
4: they just direct you right in the way you need to go
0: that's a beautiful thing yeah. It's good. But now we were talking about some of the paranormal and that kinda you don't like the you don't like the devil and all that, but you you told me you had I a had, witch.
4: Yes, I had experience. a witch on my back. Now I don't know what it's called. I don't know if it's just a Midwest thing, but sleep some people call it sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. But in the Midwest and I think down south they call it having a witch on your back. Oh really? Now Really. I am of the witch on your back. This is what happened. Yes. I'll never forget this for real. I'm laying, I'm laying on my futon. I fell asleep watching 300, right? I can hear it, everything. No, for real. Like I'm about to have a moment right now. I can hear the movie playing everything. Now I had had sleep paralysis a few times before this. So I'm laying there and whenever you have it, you can feel it coming on. So I kind of wake up a little bit and I'm, I feel like I'm awake. But I cannot move. move. So in my head, I'm like, I'm going to catch this witch. That's what I told myself. I was like, I know it's a witch on my back. I'm a catcher. So you're never really moving, but you feel like you might be moving. Yeah. So I tried to move my hand up to grab yo. First, no, 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 take it back, take it back, take it back, take it back. I tried to move my hand up to grab it, Yes. And then I felt myself being pushed deeper into the pillow. So now I'm pushed in the pillow. I can barely breathe. I have like one nostril of air coming into my face. I, turn, I feel like I'm looking over my shoulder and I see a, hand, a claw, talons. Is that real? Okay. <laughs> Look, she got so caught up in the story. Yeah, she I was like, she, yes. Right no, I really believed. Yeah. I will go to my grave believing that I saw a hand ta- with like talons on my shoulder. Yes. And I just started praying. I I called on everybody. Jesus, Allah, Buddha, Gandhi, LeBron James. I called on every possible person I could. Seriously.
0: And, and, And what happened?
4: And then it just, it released me.
0: It released you? Yes. You woke up? Yes.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I don't play around.
0: I understand and I have had sleep paralysis. Come on. I didn't know when you told me you had a witch on your back that you meant sleep paralysis. Yes. But I've had it, and I was plagued by it, and it only comes up when I talk about it.
4: So I look forward <laughs> to sleeping tonight. I'm going to knock on some wood. you but, playing games. But now, <laughs> okay. this,
0: this thing, and did you know that there's a whole movie about this? I did hear about that. And the thing that I didn't realize, as a young person, I had this sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. The thing that everybody sees is a man in a hat. Like the shadow.
4: Oh, that just hit You'll my neck. Oh, mm. there we go. <laughs> there we go. He got a hat on. No, that's am He got a hat on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it got uh-uh. me oh it got lord, me y'all up. playing games? Okay. Ooh, I'm gonna have to say my grandmama's prayer tonight. But
0: that that was the, the shocking thing to me is that everybody had the same experience. Not a claw on the hand necessarily, but a but man, a in, the man hat. in the hat. And I had that man in the hat. Really? I know. It's terrifying. That's creepy. Yes. Yeah. As a young person not even knowing that there was a thing about a man in a hat. I saw a man in a hat. Wow. And he couldn't move. It's terrifying.
4: Yes, very I wonder if I I, I don't feel like there's
0: a the vibrations are really happening for us now too. Yeah, see, really, we didn't call we've, them we've in. Uttered, we, we we
4: we've <laughs> conjured them in, welcomed them in. I'm gonna have to burn some sage on, on over <laughs> me later. <laughs> Borrow one it. of these crystals. <laughs> burn it, I hope
0: so. T- <laughs> get close to the crystals. Yes. Oh my god well i didn't know that's what you're talking about that's fascinating it's just scary stuff spooky stuff. very scary how do you get how do you move past it do you Um, you feel optimistic again
4: well you know what i i don't know what happened i don't know why when they stopped i broke up with my i broke up with a boyfriend i had at the time and i feel like that was probably the evil that was in my life yeah that was probably what it really was yeah you know it was just his evil and all his wrongdoing that he was doing in the streets that he was bringing that into the house.
0: Absolutely.
4: Possibly. So, you know, if you're having a witch on your back, break up with whoever you with. They probably brought it to you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sound advice. That's right up. Uh, sound advice. Well, uh, uh, and uh, the Black Ass Podcast, what was that, every week?
4: The pro- Black Ass Podcast is every week. I normally drop it on a Friday Around noonish, she, you know, yeah. But if you subscribe, you get it right there. So I just encourage everybody to subscribe. That no way, if I'm being you lousy, it. you know when it gets there. You don't have to keep looking, peeking in the room. You get it to your
1: phone. <laughs> It'll
4: just creep up
0: on <laughs> it's you. Pow! Hey, you be like, <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, Yo. that's great. And you were named one of the fifty funniest people in Brooklyn.
4: Yes. Congratulations. Was, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that's it. Terrific
0: yeah I, I feel like i've had almost all 50 people on the show
4: oh that's awesome it's Wh- really am fun. i the 50th i mean oh like no I no you're,
0: you're you're well you're well in the middle
4: okay but i'll I take <laughs> it it's fine i'll take it
0: <laughs> near the top i mean I, no yeah, that, yeah. that's yeah. even better oh, yes <laughs> love me Number stroke one. me. i love it love. <laughs> it's great uh, yeah 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 and you, you had a good time on the nightly show
4: uh yes, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was very rapid. It was very fast paced. So you had to jump in there whatever was going on even yeah, if you absolutely. ain't know what was, <laughs> I think um yeah, you just jumped in there. You had to <laughs>
0: that's what it's like on this show, too. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, well, people can find you doing stand up all over the t- all over the city.
4: Yep, I'm performing all over the city. Um, and yeah, you can go to my website, hrcomedy.com. That's where most of my shows are on the schedule page. That's where it is.
0: Yep, that's where well, it is. Well, that's great. I'm so glad you could join us. Thank Hadea. you. This has been fantastic. Hadia Robinson, everybody. And let's uh, hear it for all of our guests tonight. Hadia Robinson, Maggie Sirota, Alex English, and Shannon Taggart. And, of course, Cornelius Loy back there. Thanks to everyone at the Slipper Room. I'm Dale Seaver, and uh, we wish you a wonderful time. Thanks for joining us in the deep night. Thanks, everybody. There you have it, a fantastic live episode, and a lot going on in that one. We had such a terrific time. My thanks again to our guests, to the Slipper Room, for having us, and Cornelius Loy and everyone who came out. The next live show will be May 10th, and information about that will be forthcoming and listed on our website, so tune in uh, to that. Uh, Until next time, just remember that although this night may be ending, a bright new day is just ahead. Deep Night is written and performed by James Bewley with production assistance from Harvest Works in New York City. Music throughout each episode is provided by the amazing talents on the artistic roster of Howler Hills Farm in the great state of Ohio. Deep Night theme by Zach Gabbard, Season 9 podcast icon and logo designed by Samantha Mash. Download episodes directly through daleradio.com or subscribe and review the show on iTunes. Also available on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Follow Dale on Twitter, at Dale Radio, or Instagram, at Dale Seaver, for behind-the-scenes peeks into the production of the show and the life of Dale Seaver. Thank you to all the subscribers and supporters of this program, and thanks to you for listening.